listening to the Retirement Remix Show with financial advisors and host Chip Munn, that's me, and John Tate of Signature Wealth Group. Get ready for a bite-sized dose of timely and actionable financial planning and retirement tips alongside remixed retirement stories from real people just like you. Listen in now to be inspired, find direction, and build your own retirement remix. John Tate, what's up, man? How are you today, sir? I am doing great. Always good to uh, to be here on Friday. Every time I hear that intro, it almost wants me to make to, to make me learn how to play the drums, but I'm just not quite there. I understand. W- would you be more likely to learn to play the drums or to ride the Peloton? <laughs> uh, I mean, it's a pretty it's pretty close on either one. I think probably riding the Peloton would be easier. I don't the, think it would take as much uh, finesse to learn how to do. Okay, so you, you don't have any rhythm, then, is what you're saying. I'm I'm challenged. Yes, Understood. my wife does all the dancing. I do all the watching and the purse holding. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. and you you do all the pointing and saying that's my baby right there. I, and I'm fine with that. I don't, I don't blame you. I get it. No insecurity at all whatsoever about that. Well, that that's good. I'm glad to know that you're comfortable in, in where you are. So. John, today we're going to jump into a topic that I'm familiar with. I don't, I don't know about you, but we're going to talk about moving. And we're going to talk about kind of some of the issues that come up around that for our clients in or in preparing for retirement. John, have you, have you ever moved? Yes, we have moved. My, you know, growing up, my father started out before he became a financial planner. He started out working for Warehouser, and um, he would take different jobs in different places. So by the time I was in the fifth grade, when we moved to North Carolina, I had already lived in. Uh, you know, I was born in Arkansas, lived in Mississippi, Minnesota, Wisconsin. Moved back to Arkansas, and then back to uh, to uh, North Carolina, where my father and my mother met and went to college and all that stuff. So there was a lot of moving when I was growing up. And then uh, most recently, we just moved across town a couple of years ago into a a new house to us, not a new house, um, but a new house to us. And so, uh, yes, I have some experience there. What about you? Yeah, I I went through a period. So my parents lived in our family home uh, until I went to college. They moved after that to my grandparents, so the home where my dad grew up uh, while I was in college. Uh, so my entire kind of as a young person, you know, I lived in the same place, but after getting out of college for one reason or another, but mostly because I get antsy, I, I probably have moved 10 times um, in and around Florence County. So it was almost like I was in the witness protection program is kind of the way that uh, that I like to say it. But Trish and I have been in the house that we're in now for almost five years. And she says, this is this is home. This is home for our kids. This is where they come back to wherever it is that they go. And, you know, so, yeah, but home is one of those things that it can end up being a a decision that you didn't think that you were going to make, John, when you, when you get to a point where you're starting to consider uh, retirement. Yeah, where you're going to live is for a lot of people, I think that particularly in, in say, your 40s and 50s, you take the where I'm going to live part for a, a, a given. You know, it, you, it, and one of the things that I tend to encourage people to do is think about where it is that you want to spend 
your retirement. What are some of the things, John, that come up for you when you think about, um, you know, retirement and kind of where people want to choose to live? Well, you know, how many times have you used the phrase, uh, you know, life happens in a, in a client meeting or when you're talking to people? And, you know, so we make these plans. We think we're going to do one thing and then life happens. And and sometimes we have to do something else. And so, you know, like if you look back at 2020, I mean, there were probably uh, many, many, many people that thought that they were going to live in a certain place because that's where they worked. And in the new age of potentially working from home and not having to go into the office as much. And maybe you can work from wherever you live because of the internet connection or, or whatever it is that you do. Um, I think 2020 made people realize that, Hey, you know, my idea of living in this place for an extended period of time may not be something that I have to do. And so if I don't have to live here, where would I want to live? And, and so I, I'm seeing a lot of that where I am. You're probably seeing a lot of that where you are, people coming in, moving in from other areas. And, I, you know, I guess I, I don't know how long this trend will last, the, the working from home. I don't know if it's here to stay or if it's something that's transitory, just like so many other things coming out of a pandemic. But um, it seems to be right now driving home sales in different areas of the country, such as the beach or the mountains or scenic places that people have always wanted to go. Um, I mean, you're, you're seeing that in Florence as well, right? Yeah, I, I've said before, my next door neighbor sold their house in three hours. So, um, <laughs> you know, uh, homes are, uh, and I actually watched a video by a local real estate agent on, I don't know if it was a Facebook Live or whatever, uh, about the fact that, at least in Florence, maybe some of the local buyers are starting to sit the market out. So the idea of moving across town, people are just kind of, not wanting to play that game. And and so I, I do think Florence isn't necessarily the place where you get a ton of, um, yeah, I mean, tourists don't all of a sudden decide they want to live in Florence. You know, uh, we they, they don't come here for vacation every year and like they might some coastal places. But there certainly is plenty of economic development and business work and folks coming from other places. And I think that folks who are already here, you know, in a lot of cases are – you know, starting to slow down the idea of maybe I'll just keep what I have and wait to move. So, John, when you when you think about um, or when you counsel people on the idea of looking for a different place to live, what are some of the things that you think should be part of the equation? Well, I think one of the ones that jumps off right at right at the top of the list, and it has a little bit to do with um, cost and uh, the type of insurance and everything else, but healthcare is, is right there at the top, I would think, because as we age, as we get older, things break, and um, even at you know the ripe old age of uh, forty four and forty five, you know there's some things that hurt uh, now that didn't hurt a few years ago, and um, so having a good healthcare system in place, good doctors easy to get to, you know, potentially living in a place where things are walkable or that there is a good public transportation system if you're not able to drive. You know, those are the kinds of things that that you would look for. And, you know, I guess you could say health is wealth. You know, we've all heard that before. But, you know, moving where there's a better healthcare system can be important today. And then establishing those relationships with the doctors that you want to use both now and in the future is important. So, you know, why wait on that? That and that's certainly 
one of the first things I would counsel people to look at if they're considering moving to a new location. Well, you know, they say that a man with his health has many wishes and a man without it has just one. And so I certainly think that that's an, an important thing for all of us to not only to consider when moving, but to understand that to have a great retirement, one of the things that, you know, is a a key component of that is being healthy for it and taking care of ourselves between now and whenever it is uh, that we get there. So you mentioned relationships, John. That's something that I see a lot being a driver for the potential of moving, you know, maybe after a, uh, a we'll say a primary working career when starting to look at retirement. One of the things that I see being a draw for a lot of people is relationships. So moving to be closer to family, whether that is, in some cases, it's parents, in other cases, it's children. And so seeing people be a little more, you know, back in the, uh, whatever the old days were, you know, there was a time when, uh, you know, kids would go off to school and then they would move back home or they, they would, you know, the, the families just stayed closer together. But I have started to notice, and I don't know if you have, that there are a lot more parents starting to really get towards an age where their kids have established themselves somewhere else. And so now mom and dad are really thinking that rather than waiting on the kids to to move back home, that once they've finished up a working career, they start to think about moving where the kids and grandkids are. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, you can sometimes get yourself into trouble with that. I mean, I've seen a, a more than a couple instances where people have moved to be closer to their children and grandchildren. And then a few years later, their children or grandchildren get a job somewhere else and then they move. Um, and then, you know, the grandparent has to consider moving with the family or moving back to where they have uh, another uh, part of the support system. But, um, you know, certainly it's either one or the other, you know, you're moving closer to be closer to family and friends, potentially moving back home, or you have the parents that need help making decisions with, you know, their, uh, their phones, healthcare, you know, and even, um, even if you want to talk about scams, I know in, um, in uh, Leland, North Carolina, one of the fastest growing segments of the police force is uh, cybercrime. And they've added several new officers there because of the, uh, the age population in Leland or aging population. And the, the, uh, you know, um, the number of scams that are being attempted or run on a daily basis, either over the phone or over the internet or whatever it is. And, um, and so, you know, a lot of times a good support system, a good group of people, whether it be children or friends or uh, family, whatever it is, the more of those people they have around, the less likely they are to, to fall prey to somebody uh, trying to scam them. So, um, those are all, all those things kind of go together and it's certainly, certainly something to consider. Yeah. I'm definitely going to tell my kids to move closer to me so that they can help me fix my phone, uh, someday, <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's one of those things or the internet. Yeah. Right now my kids are the reason why I need to fix the, you know, they're texting me all day about the fact, you know, that, that we're home and, uh, and the internet's not working. So it's one of those things that, yeah, there are just a lot of reasons. Uh, You know, one of the things that I've seen, uh, I have a client who lives in St. Louis. They are big Cardinals fans. They now have tickets to 
the season tickets to the Cardinals actually now able to go back out to the stadium. And so, you know, one of the things I also see, in addition to what may be perceived as um, obligations, you know, there are a lot of people who are moving just for fun and, and who are looking for kind of new and different, whether that's sports, culture. I know that Charleston, uh, South Carolina has a big uh, you know, influx of people, whether that's for work or just the, the culture. It has kind of an art vibe. I think Asheville, North Carolina is similar. Yeah, so there are a lot of, you know, just new experiences that people want to, you know, to take advantage of. They, now they have more time and they want to be able to, uh, to spend it doing things that they enjoy. Right. And, you know, you look at uh, North Carolina in the Raleigh and Durham and Chapel Hill area, you've got Duke and Chapel Hill, UNC Carolina and uh, NC State all there together. So you could go to some really, really good rivalry games for basketball or college football or whatever it is. They've got, um, you know, the Carolina Hurricanes, the hockey team there. I mean, I've seen a lot of people move to the Triangle area for that reason, to experience sports very easily uh, and and to have the different cultural and entertainment options that they have uh, in a bigger city that you might not be used to in a smaller city uh, like Leland or, or Wilmington. Um, but, you know, it's uh, it's kind of a fun thing to look at and say, what have I always wanted to do for fun? And then potentially look at that place as an opportunity to move. Um, you know, you mentioned uh, Asheville and the Appalachian Trails right there. We have a client who moved uh, to Virginia to be closer. She moved very close to the Appalachian Trail, a piece of it that goes through Virginia. And she's hiked portions of the Appalachian Trail uh, pretty much every month since she's been retired. And that's something she always wanted to do. So there she is. And um, so it, it, there can be all kinds of different reasons to move. But the experience, the uh um, the opportunity to do something or, or live the life that you've always wanted, that can be a real draw. And, um, and, uh, a lot of people are doing it for fun. And then, uh, you know, of course, uh, in this time of transition, people are getting new jobs, right? Yeah. Well, and, or considering new jobs, entirely new, uh, career opportunities. And, and I think that, that's another thing you mentioned earlier about, you know, coming out of the pandemic and some of the the skills that we've all acquired, you know, for being able to maybe do some remote work or maybe you've met some new people and you've found that you want to be able to do something different. And in reality, you mentioned the, the triangle, at least where I'm, they call it the research triangle, right? I mean, there's, there are clusters of, uh, businesses in certain areas. Uh, I think it's Silicon Valley, you know, for, for tech or uh, maybe Austin, Texas. I mean, th- there are certain places where types of jobs or the culture of work even is just different. And so I think there are a lot of opportunities now for people who were looking at a second act or the idea of, you know, doing something different. Maybe you have enough uh, saved up to to be able to not work anymore, but you still want to work. And, and so I do see that there are some people moving towards areas that are just more fertile for those kinds of uh, new and interesting opportunities. 
And, you know, you, uh, you know, I, I consider you a renaissance man, Mr. Munn. I mean, you've written a book, you know, you have a, a podcast. I don't know if you play any instrument, maybe like the spoons or something like that. But I mean, uh, if there was anything else that you could do, I mean, I feel like you do a lot of the things that you want to do already, but if there was any other career that you could do, what would it be? That's a good question. Um, you know, I, I, know. I, I would be an actor, John. I, I think that you're, yeah, I like to perform. I, you know, we, I was uh, in a group doing some work-related stuff, talking about unique ability. What are you particularly good at? And my mom, I, you had to send out an email to multiple people that you know, kind of what do you count on me for? And, uh, you know, w- what do you think my unique ability is? And my mom reminded me of the time that I signed myself up in, I think, the first grade for the talent competition without telling anybody and got up there and rocked, uh, this will surprise no one, The Gambler <laughs> by uh, Kenny Rogers and, you know, full-on cowboy hat and everything. So I'm a bit of performer. And so I would, uh, I, you know, if I was going to do something different, I would like to try to find a place where I could uh, maybe flex my creative flair. How about you? Yeah, I mean, you know, I've uh, I I don't have too many uh, inhibitions when it comes to uh, getting up in front of a crowd, so um, I could certainly see something like that. But um, you know, if I could do anything else, uh, it would probably be something on the water. I really love being on the water, whether it's in a boat or scuba diving or whatever it is. And so, um, you know, maybe I would uh, take people out and help them find fish or whatever it is. But uh, do something like that where I just uh, I'm not inside all day and um, get the opportunity to meet people and and be outside. I don't I don't know how you could get any better than that. No, there was a uh, Kenny Chesney put out an uh, album years ago called uh, well I forget what it was called, but there was a song uh, on it called Island Boy, and it's somebody who just burns out, moves to an island. Yeah, I don't know if he works at a bar or or, or what he does. But uh, I think for some people, that's certainly an appealing, you know, get out of the city rat race kind of thing. But yeah, at the end of the day, John, one of the, I guess really kind of where we touched on is there are lots of reasons, you know, when you're, you're, when you reach a certain point to maybe want to look at living somewhere different. There are lots of reasons for that. Uh, One of the things I think that we want to encourage people to do is just to, prepare for it. So I I know that next week we're going to talk some about, you know, what to do if you're, you know, if you've made a decision to move. Uh, And so we're going to get into some of the aspects of that. John, what, any final thoughts for today? Um, You know, I think it's, it's always good and to, uh, to, try to come up with an idea of what you want to do and then, you know, bring your team together and, and talk with them about the potential ramifications. And so um, it's easy for us with clients who come in and talk about wanting to buy a, a vacation home or move to a different area or whatever it is, we can run our uh, strategic plan, show them what we have already planned out and then, uh, you know, make a different, um, you know, lineup for something different that they may want to do in their life and show them what, what that looks like. And so uh, this is what we do in the office. This is one of the reasons why people hire us. And so if it's something you're thinking about, get a few thoughts down on paper, make a uh, make an appointment and come in and, and see us or Zoom us or talk to us on the phone. And uh, we'll help talk you through it and figure out what you need to do or uh, 
how long in advance you need to start planning to, to do uh, what it is that you want. Yeah, I, I think that you're right on. I, I mean, the key is really to do all your thinking while you're stationary. You don't have to think and move at the same time. Uh, you know, sit and really think about what it is that you're looking for, what would make you happy, and then we can make a plan for it. Yeah, I think that's the, the most important thing. Uh, John, let's do it again next week, brother. Next week it is. Here we have it. Another great episode. If you'd like to continue the conversation, here are four ways that we can help. First, complete the Retirement Success Scorecard to discover whether or not you're on track to a successful retirement on your terms. You can find this at SignatureWealth.com scorecard. Second, get a complimentary copy of my book, The Retirement Remix. Whether you're interested in real-life retirement stories and inspiration from others like you, or you want to learn more about Medicare and Social Security, it's all in there. Go to theretirementremix.com to grab your copy. Third, listen in on bi-weekly office hours with our team. We host live virtual office hours to share new investment and planning information and answer your money, markets, and retirement questions. Find the details to join us at signaturewealth.com slash office hours. And fourth, schedule a complimentary strategy call with one of our advisors to make sure you're on track toward your ideal retirement. Go to signaturewealth.com and select the Signature Wealth office closest to you. We'll be back here next week for more on the Retirement Remix. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or anywhere you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode.